the Protectors of the Wood podcast. The destruction of our planet is becoming real life. Remember that everyone can make a difference and every action counts. This podcast tells the story of misfit teenagers struggling to band together and help our world through this crisis. Episode number 74. The party for Sammy gets out of hand. Since the toy store and the coffee shop had been closed by the Half Moon County Department of Health, it was not possible to open the courtyard and organize the party for Sammy. And so, Phoebe and Penny Hood and their parents, Patty and Peter Hood, as well as Tom Winkle, decided to give away their treats and toys and flowers. They laid out their goods right there on the sidewalk, in front of the closed coffee shop and toy store. Phoebe decided to help her father. Dad, what am I going to do? I've nothing to give away. Oh, you deserve to relax. But I thought I'd make a suggestion. What? Walk over to Sammy's. You're the only one who'll get him to come. Tell him it's not a party for him, it's a free store. We need help managing it. Look at the crowd. People are appearing out of nowhere. Yes, I'll do it. Phoebe rose happily and limped off, stiff-legged. Hey, I see that, damn it. You've got to take better care of yourself. Phoebe took a right on Old Stone Road, limped two blocks, and turned right again. She was in no hurry. She didn't expect what Abby had called her public emergency until dusk. And she hoped that they could carry on this free store for at least two more hours. The sun was slowly sinking in the west. And as the day went on, Phoebe was feeling somewhat better. The swelling on her face was going down, but her knee was still throbbing with pain. Okay, there's Sammy's little house. He's lived alone there for so many years, longer than I've been alive. His real home was the coffee shop, and now it's closed. No wonder he refuses to come out. Phoebe rapped on the door. She rapped again and again. Look, Sammy, I'm not going away until you talk to me. I've got something important to tell you. We need your help. Uh, You don't fool me. You're trying to trick me into feeling good. I don't want to feel good, and I'm not going to. Sammy's voice came from an open window above. I don't feel good either. 
You should see my face, Sammy. But we've got things to do. Responsibilities. We're partners. Huh. What sort of responsibilities? Are they real or just fake made-up things to make me feel better? Real. First of all, we're running what my father calls a free store in front of the coffee shop. My mother is giving away flowers. She's got tons of them. They'll last a while. My sister and Tom Winkle are giving away all kinds of things, like cake and bread and lemonade and lemon cukes and finger beans. And my father's giving away toys, carved and painted figures. Lots of people are there, all talking. They're sad, but they're being sad with us. They're honoring us with their presence. They appreciate what we've done. They miss us already, but you're not there. The slow seconds dragged by. And then Phoebe heard the door unlock, and Sammy stepped out. He looked the same as always, in his khaki pants and white shirt and white hair. All right, let's go. This free store idea, I like that. Clever. I can't miss it. Where'd your father come up with that? Actually... My mom said she would give all the flowers away, and it just started from there. It's like a goodbye party. Everyone can be sad together. Plus... Phoebe turned and looked at Sammy. They stopped for a moment. There's more excitement coming. You'll see. Something unexpected. This situation is changing. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know something. <laughs> I'm game. They slowly walked a block in silence. The thunder began rumbling again in the distance. Sammy suddenly spoke, as if making a confession. Uh, I noticed what you and Abby did. Stopping them from arresting me last night. Uh, it was well done. The only trouble was I, I wanted to be arrested. What am I gonna do in that house all alone with everyone feeling sorry for me? I'd rather be arrested. I'd... it'd be more exciting. I'd like a good fight. I think that's how my father feels. You two might get along. We always get along. Uh, I can't wait to see him. There's a man, Tom Winkle, too. And your mom and sister have spirit. That's a group I'll run a free store with. Hey, where's Fred and Chester? They showed up, but couldn't wait for us with the horses. They'll be back as soon as they hear what's going on. <laughs> well, that looks like something. Why is the store closed? Cake, please. Why? What's up? What's going on here? 
Oh my stars, this zucchini bread? bread is absolutely scrumptious. You gotta give me the recipe. Sammy was staring down Bridge Avenue as they turned the corner by Miracle's gift shop. People were milling around on the sidewalk. All that lemonade they approached lemonade. and saw Officer Harley with a crowd in front of Peter's display of carved and painted figures. Phoebe and Sammy joined the group. Peter was talking to Officer Harley. But Harley, we're not selling anything. We haven't taken a dime. We're absolutely giving everything away. If the stores have to be closed, we thought we'd give a last gift and talk to people about years gone by. Join us, Harley. You've always been a friend. Or you could arrest us or ticket us or whatever you've got to do. We understand, but I can tell you this. I'm not going away until I finish giving these toys away. Take a couple for your nieces and nephews. <laughs> well said! My feelings exactly! Don't mind if I do. Let's see. My grandkids would like the good fairy and Santa Claus. I've got three grandkids. Can I take one more? Sure, here, take another. And if you have to arrest me, I'll go quietly, no problem. Damn it, Peter. How can you put me in this position? The chief's office investigating those fires at the trailer park. I might cause a riot if I arrest you. Now, maybe a ticket for illegal vending would make sense. We are getting complaints. Mm-hmm. From the usual suspects, I suppose. You guessed it. I thought closing the stores would be the end of it. But they can't even allow you a last hurrah. It's not enough for them to just win the game. They've got to destroy you. Oh, well, I won't cause any trouble. You can take me. Hmm, me too! I want to go with Peter! Arrest us both! You'd be doing me a favor! I don't know what to do with my life! Oh, leave me alone, you two. I'll be damned if I'll arrest you. Let the chief do it. Or some of those gray hats off the highway. Watch out for them. Come. Harley's walkie-talkie squawked, and he replied, oh, they're not vending. No, no, they're not vending. They're not selling anything. What, what for? Giving away flowers? I'm coming back to the station. Harley walked off. Phoebe saw George coming toward her. He carried his camera on a leather strap across his shoulder. His dark eyes looked sad and embarrassed under the brim of his baseball cap. He came up close and spoke softly. Uh, I'm supposed to be taking pictures for Peabody. What am I gonna do? He wants evidence. Of you guys selling on the sidewalk or something. And by the way, he told me to get the pictures before you get arrested. 
before we get arrested? Pictures? <laughs> well... Hmm... Oh, George! You were really great last night. Thanks. It seemed like a year ago. Good to see you, George. It's been too long. It has. I'm embarrassed to be here. Mr. Hood, I'm supposed to take pictures for Peabody. Of you. For the Middletown Standard. Oh, I get it. <laughs> We're bad, boys and girls. They'll catch us in the act. <laughs> hey, I've got an idea. Phoebe, Penny, Patty, a family photo. Join us, Sammy. Take lots of pictures, George. I'll pay you for copies. Who wants to get in? It's a special occasion, everyone. You'll want your own photo to frame. As people saw George snapping pictures of groups of family and friends, others wanted to join in. George had more than enough to do. The scene had become something out of a class reunion. Phoebe! Hey, Phoebe! Catch me! Stephanie was running towards Phoebe and jumped into her arms. They almost tipped over onto the sidewalk. Oh my god! I'm hurting you! I'm so sorry! I'm fine. Don't worry about it. I'm just happy to see you. Eddie appeared from behind Stephanie and gave Phoebe a kiss on the cheek. Hey, we'll find that kid one of these days. Or maybe it's better if we don't. <laughs> don't even think about it. <laughs> you guys were 10 out of 10 last night. The best ever. Phoebe, I don't know if you've met my uncle, Freddy Baez, editor of the Evansville Record. They shook hands. I saw you last night for a second. Thanks so much for showing up at our concert. It was a really big favor. Hey, I'm glad to do anything for my niece. But it's actually not a favor at this point. It's news. I want a set of the photos that boy is taking. Is uh, he the singer from last night's concert? I want an interview with him. And one with you too. I've got a lot of questions. Of course. It's a bit wild here, but maybe tomorrow? Hey, I need information today, as well as a photo of you. We may have a TV crew here later on. Stephanie grabbed George in between groups and introduced him to her uncle. In a second, Freddie had him taking close-ups of Phoebe. She heard the blast of car horns and glancing toward the street, saw Nico and Gio and their friends on skateboards and scooters coming down Bridge Avenue. The pressure of numbers had spilled out onto the street, and the skateboarders and the milling crowd were blocking traffic. Nico! Get out of there! Phoebe! The boys dodged through the groups of people at high speed and skidded to a stop. Don't do that! But I owe thanks to all of you. I owe you for saving us last night. 
The boys stood around Phoebe, silent and staring, waiting for their doom to be pronounced. Phoebe, is, it's not, it's not true, is it? Are, are they closing everything? Forever? Are you giving everything away? What, what about our team? Joelle maneuvered through the group and finally reached the display of carved figures. We heard about them over in the trailer park. The charms, the good luck charms. He means the angels and the Santas. They're good luck. We want them. You're in the right place. This is my father, Peter Hood. Dad, meet my new soccer team, the best helpers in town. They're a part of us. And they say your figures are good luck. <laughs> and they are. Peter could not have been more thrilled by any compliment and helped the boys select their gifts, giving them their choice and an extra for their brothers and sisters. Nico insisted that the good fairies were guardian angels. Joel explained, We need them. We so need them.
Thanks for listening to the Protectors of the Wood podcast. Find all our podcasts, songs, and projects on our website, protectorsofthewood.com. And to all the eco-warriors out there, remember that everyone can make a difference and every action counts.